0: welcome to the locala podcast this is episode three
1: i think we can have you know become rich and wealthy and all those things which is it'll be cool
0: yeah but
1: when you're in your deathbed that's that that wouldn't matter it's the experiences that you had how you impacted the world and the people around you that's what's really gonna help you you know rest in peace
0: Welcome to the Locala Podcast. I am your host, Lisa Anderson, and publisher of Locala Magazine. And I would first like to thank our sponsor, Your Place Insurance, your everything agency. If you'd like to visit them online, you can go to www.yourplaceocala.com. We will have a link in the description. All right. Now, today, I'm very excited to introduce our guest, who is J. Marty Hernandez. He is the host of Define Podcast. And he has been in our um, July issue, I believe it is, that you can find on our website at www.localamag.com. Um, you can read his article there. He was a Breaking Social Norms, but we're going to sit down and give you a little extended interview because Jay has a really interesting story, and it does not fit into 900 words. <laughs> 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 so welcome to the podcast, Jay.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's really an honor to be sitting next to you and seeing you grow and start this podcast And as an extension to the magazine. It's incredible, Lisa.
0: Yeah. So Jay and I met because Jay invited me onto his podcast. Yes. And then every time we sit down to chit-chat for five minutes turns into two hours. (laughs) (laughs) All the time. (laughs) All the time. Um, So, Jay, I want you to tell me a little bit about your podcast and how that's doing before we dive into the really personal stuff.
1: Okay, so the Fine Podcast, it's me interviewing people just like you. Um, It's not scripted, and we talk about the finding moments and what defines them as a person. Everybody has a story. And I believe that's how we connected as human beings is sharing stories. Even you know, thousands of years ago that's how people would communicate through stories and stuff like that. Um, and sharing your story is it's it's it's, r- it's liberating, especially when you have gone through something so traumatic. Um, but it also helps people in their story because you become relatable. So I'm I'm a huge component to like sharing stories and helping people. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, we're very much alike in that way. I yeah. think that's why we sit and chit chat for so long. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, tell me a little bit. You now you have another business as well. Yes. Um, do you want to tell about that a little y- bit? Uh, we
1: can. <laughs> I have a detailing business. Yeah. I was for ten years. I was in corporate America. I did. Um, I was an organized crime investigator. So I traveled throughout the state of Florida, but I realized there was a cap, and I've always had this burning desire to want to help people and connect with people. So, I took the opportunity. I had a couple of dollars with me, uh, a couple of dollars saved, and I just started, uh, th- decided to start a detailing business. Um, within the first year, we we scaled to six figures, and what I'm doing now is actually what I've always wanted to do. But I used that as a st- uh, vehicle to get to where I'm at today. So it was f- for me, it was more to r- remove myself from the nine to five, so I could have more time freedom to do the things I actually want to do. Yeah, yeah, so.
0: absolutely. So okay one thing we didn't get to talk about in your article was your detective <laughs> position <laughs> and the first time you told me all that i couldn't believe it so i yeah. want to hear more about that today
1: so i when i was about 18 19 years old i got a job um, doing loss prevention um and then i just moved up so i uh, you become a man. You become a supervisor and manager, and then you know you can go into the position as a, a fraud specialist. Mm-hmm. Um, so I work for a third-party contractor who we get hired by like Walmart, H and M, Publix to do outside work because typically when a business is losing hundred thousand dollars, it has to do with something inside the system, so mm-hmm. they would hire people like us to figure that out. And most of the time is it's internal theft that, that goes on into these major corporations. So it was super exciting while it lasted. Mm-hmm. But again for me I if I wanted to grow as a person and I knew there was more beyond working nine to five. Um, even when I was younger I didn't understand like the corporate rules of like, you know, going working nine to five, you have to ask somebody to take a break and stuff like that. Um, so I didn't want, I, I wasn't really attached to that. Mm-hmm. And I knew in order for me to grow, I had to do something that was going to fulfill the, the things that I desire. So, yeah, it was it was fun while it lasted.
0: <laughs> yeah. So let's talk about the journey for wanting to fuel that fire. Now, if you have followed Jay on his podcast or have seen him as guests on other podcasts, you might know the story if you've actually read the article. But um, let's go ahead and dive into that a little bit. So you were 13?
1: I was thirteen. Yeah, when when I suddenly woke up one day um, and realized something changed. Um, it was an abnormal ex- experience, um, and I remember it's you know me me and Johnny, my partner, talked about this um, just before coming over here. I'm so removed from that situation, that moment that sometimes it's difficult for for me to share it right because I'm no longer connected to that and usually when you go through traumatic experiences that becomes who you are like that defines you and you know me waking up one day being completely deaf um not knowing what was going on felt like an out of body ex- experience and for so long it wasn't that experience that you know drove me or held me down it was me being, con, con, uh, not feeling connected to other people. That's why it's so important for me to now always connect when I have the time. Is because I felt like I was different. I felt like something was taken from me. Yeah. And it literally happened from one day to another. You know, I was 13. I uh, was raised by a single mom in the inner city of, of New York. Um, I was sleeping on the couch. We had a two bedroom apartment. And I remember it was a month before school was ending. It was May. Um, I was 13 years old. I woke up, and it was completely silent. But you know what they say, you lose one sense and everything becomes stronger. And and although I couldn't hear, I felt everything. It it felt unusual. Um, And I got up off the sofa, and my mom came and was like, you know, you got to get ready for school. But I didn't hear her. And I'm like, there's something going on. And I immediately panicked and started crying. And... maybe for about a week it was I couldn't connect I felt like I was dreaming the whole entire time and sometimes when I share this story too even on like social media on my podcast people don't believe because I can speak because I can hear to some degree so I get hate because of that experience but yeah. I, I am deaf I'm profound deaf I have a hearing aid it's called a cochlear implant so mm-hmm. every night when I go to sleep I take it off I'm completely deaf yeah every day when i take a shower i take it off i'm completely deaf so that's always going to be a part of me yeah but that's not who i am right. and often people when they go through things it's like they go through things of adversity they hold on to it like if they own it yeah but being in personal development i i grew to 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 own up to it right and and put yeah. it behind me and usually we create these invisible borders that block us from getting to that next level because we're so connected to uh, the adversity rather than what is teaching us or how we can grow from it to teach other people how to grow out of it yeah so
0: i just had a guest on that um we just posted a clip of who i see yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, where it got me fired up yeah yes Yes, where it says you know do not let your past define who you are because you have your whole future ahead of you. So whereas the past can be the foundation of how you build your life and what steps you're going to take, it doesn't necessarily have to define you as a whole person, because you can step into the future self and become who you want to be. Exactly. You know, so um, tell me a little bit, you said some people even now still don't always believe you, but I remember you sharing a little bit that even some of your family when it was first happening thought you were faking it.
1: Yeah, school, you know, uh, growing up in the city, um, it's tough. It's tough. Everybody's for self. You have to put this persona up that you're a tough person, especially being a male, you know, in the projects of New York City. Um, I wouldn't say I got bullied because I always know how to defend myself, but people would say things that would um will make me feel some type of way um and i have family that didn't believe that i I became deaf because my and, and i understand why it's because my senses to feel to vibration was so sensitive that when you speak i can feel it yeah but there's no sound coming through my ears um and i and i struggled with that for a little while and that would that's one of the reasons why I wanted to dis disconnect even more. So I spent two years of my life disconnected from people. Like I lost two years of my life. That's something that I'll never get back. And most of it had to do with obviously the situation of becoming deaf, but more so the mindset that I had behind it. I, I even beyond those two years when I got connected to this device, I was still holding on to that. Like I'm different. I would never be the same. People won't understand. And it was like my ego and insecurities and low self-esteem that allowed me to be insecure for 15 years to where I grew my hair all the way down to my knees because I didn't want people to see the device that I had on the side of my head. Wow. So, uh, So imagine that just wasting 15 years worrying about what somebody else is worrying about me. Yeah. It's it's like a, a a mental prison, a mental barrier that we create for ourselves. So now when you see me and I'm like, I'm gonna mess stuff up. <laughs> it's because I've been trapped so much, so long mentally. Yeah. And now I just want to give the world everything. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So. We stay a lot in your past. You've shared that story several times, so I thank you for sharing it again. No, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> so tell me what life is like for you here in Ocala now.
1: Ah, so uh, it's incredible. I'm not gonna lie. I moved over here about three years ago, and I instantly regretted it. It's because I come from the city. I'm fast-paced and loud. You um, went.
0: You went from New York to Miami, correct?
1: To Miami for a little bit, and then I lived in Tampa for four years, okay. and now I've been here in Ocala for three years. Okay, so it was still city, you know, yeah. Miami, Tampa, yeah. and then you come to Ocala. It's like the suburbs and quiet, and everything closes early, and it's like a culture shop. <coughs> yeah. And um, it, it took me a while for me to connect with other people. I didn't know how the city was moving. I didn't know what was going on. So. Even when I started the podcast, I would travel outside of the city to shoot the podcast until I made a decision where I was going to build my businesses here. I was going to build my podcast and connect with people here. Um, I wound up going to One Million Cups, which is great place here, great place to connect. And I wound up meeting my partner along with a lot of people, a lot of great, amazing people. And, and now I love it. I don't see myself going anywhere for a while. <laughs> and it's because of there's great people, but there's a lot of great opportunities to grow.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely a growing city. So I come from the opposite way, where I came basically from a town of 8,000. So Ocala seems huge. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I grew up in a in northern small Wisconsin town, so... um I always, you know, I laugh because I know O'Cala isn't a big city, but when you get, you know, a hundred thousand or more f- people, that yeah. to me is big. Yeah. You yeah. know. But um
1: It's a small city with big city vibes. Yeah. <laughs> so Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's exactly how I describe it too. It's a it's a big city with a small city attitude <laughs> is basically what, you know. Um but I want to know how you came up with the idea. Like, how did you start realizing that you wanted to connect with people enough to say, hey, I'm going to start a podcast and actually seek out these people that I want to connect with and hear their stories? So how did you come up with that idea?
1: Well, I've always connected prior to me becoming deaf. I've always had a group of people and I was always be like the alpha. And not to take away from everyone else, but people would come to people will always come to my house. I would have sleepovers in my house. When we have parties and stuff like that, people would come to my house. So I've always connected with people. But having that insecurity like delayed that because I, I felt like I can no longer connect to the next person. Because you don't understand my experiences. You don't know what I feel like when I'm by myself at night. Mm-hmm. I can't go to parties because I can't hear music. I can't connect with people so the connection part has always been a part of me it's when i decided to let go of the pain the frustration the insecurities it's when i was when i started to develop the the mindset the mind frame that i have now and i got introduced to something called network marketing and that's when i realized it's like community is everything mm-hmm. i went to a seminar about 7 8 years ago Mind you, I'm a corporate person. I know nothing about like entrepreneurship. Never made a dollar outside of you know a corporate business, and I go to the seminar, and it's music, it's people having a good time, people smiling, and it 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 lit something in me to make me realize like community is everything, and the motto of network marketing is you have to help someone else get to where they want to, so you can get to where you want to. And I was uh, evacuated, obsessed with the idea. of.
0: It's about building more connections than it is about gaining business. Exactly.
1: So I made good money and I was able to leave my job, but the company went downhill. And it it wasn't the money thing. It was the experiences. It was me growing, me speaking in public, me doing the things that's like almost against my human nature, right? That was pushing me to, to, to grow to that next level. And I became obsessed with like, being uncomfortable like i got comfortable with being uncomfortable and that's like some of the main great attributes i got from network marketing it's dealing with people making sure you're staying uncomfortable so you could grow as an individual and helping someone else
0: perfect well we're going to take a quick break and just thank our sponsor once again um which is your place ocala Uh, Well, Your Place Insurance, Title, and Mortgage, their website is www.yourplaceocala.com. They are your one-stop shop for all your home needs. You have home insurance, mortgage and commercial loans, title services, as well as you get a professional realtor through Professional Realty of Ocala. So visit Your Place Ocala, Your Place Insurance, Mortgage, and Title at yourplaceocala.com and learn about their services. All right, let's head it back on over to Jay. So I want to learn a little bit more. You, um, you and your partner um, are working with something called Life Design mm-hmm. and you're taking that network marketing that you do um, um, and trying to help other individuals and stuff. So I w- would like to hear a little bit more about that.
1: Okay, so Life Design Studio was created by my partner. Mm-hmm. Um, this is something that he dreamed about since he was very young. So I give all the credit and kudos to, to, to him.
0: And his name is Johnny DeVale.
1: <laughs> Johnny DeVale. <laughs> so, okay. Well, if you follow me on social media, you see I'm always posting him. Yeah. We always <laughs> post to each other. is like, uh, this is the greatest human being. If we ever fall out, it's going to be my <laughs> fault. Because <laughs> this is the greatest human being I've ever met in my life. He has done more for me in the past three months than anyone has done for me in my whole entire life so i owe this man like everything but life design at a studio where we invite people to collaborate um johnny's a coach he's been coaching for 20 years um a lifestyle coach um he teaches people how to do the same so this is going to be like the evolution of technology and personal development and we plan on having like venues we want to do movies um live events um johnny used to be a designer so he has this brain that's just like is all over all over the all over the place but he gets stuff done and that's 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 what i love about what we have going on so eventually we are going to be inviting people to host masterminds we hosted about four or five masterminds and every person that we connected with has been able to go to the next level and it's not about me and Johnny it's about the human connection and how we can collaborate together to get to that next level and that's what we want to promote here because we see a division there's mm-hmm. a division here with industries with companies and stuff like that and Ocala is a little delayed it's not it's not a big city but as far as technology the internet people are not using that to their advantage because most people don't know yeah And we want to make people aware. So eventually we're going to start inviting people to host, you know, masterminds and stuff like that so we can help them get to the next level and we can all collaborate to bring some awareness to Ocala. Because when you speak about Florida, you don't speak about Ocala.
0: Not unless you're in the horse industry. Exactly.
1: Exactly. And I don't have a horse. (laughs) You know, (laughs) my friends don't have horses. But think about entertainment. Yeah. You know, you don't have famous singers and stuff like that coming, coming through here. Unless they're visiting a friend or something like that, yeah. so we yeah. want to have s- that. Venue. We're starting.
0: We're starting. The yeah. Riley's helping to change that too. Let's but yeah. go. Let's yeah. go. And <laughs> we would love to,
1: you know, collaborate with them too as well. Yeah, so see absolutely. what we can do for the city. I'm all about collaborating and evolving as human beings, but also for the city and the community. Again, i o- we always refer to that because of what I've been through. And if mm-hmm. someone out there is going through something that we can potentially help, just do a collaboration.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So
1: typically is. You know, uh, to me, everything's 80-20, 80% mindset, 20% work. If we can fix the the, the mind frame, then you can do anything. I'm a living, you know, example of that. Yeah. Came from nothing. And I'm still on my way, still growing as an individual, but I'm constantly sharpening the tool that helps me, which is my mindset.
0: So I want to dive back into the personal side because that's what we do here at Locala. <laughs> yes. <sir. laughs> and I want to talk to you a little bit um, if going back because you were a young father, too. Yeah. So how did that shape your life and um, change your, your plans that you might have had? And yeah. for the better, for, for different, yeah. for, you know, I never want to say for worse because kids are, n- you know. No,
1: no, it's the greatest. Uh, my <laughs> yeah. son changed my life. He saved my life. So, having that experience, you know the environment I was in, but also the experience, I was a bit trying to i was trying to get this attention right because I felt so disconnected that I started to get in, i started to get in trouble with law. I got arrested by the time I was like fifteen years old like you know me and my friend stole the vehicle g t a um and I'm not proud to say that, but that was just in the environment that I was in. Mm-hmm. I was always hanging out with older people, and by the time I was 16 years old, I had a child. So I was I was following people that were going nowhere fast, yeah. And and that's the result of it. But on the flip side, if I didn't have a son, where would my life have been? Because I was following the wrong people, right? So as soon as I had my son, I decided to change my life, like focus on going back to school, getting a job, and just being a family man. So we moved to Florida by the time I was uh, 19, 20 years old. And I've been in corporate America ever since. And I'm a single dad now. I've been a single dad for the past six years. And it's the most challenging thing I, I have to go through. It's because yeah. when you bring in a, a human and they develop, develop their own mindset, their own perspective of life, and you have the experiences that they have going through and you want to help, but they don't take it. I was <laughs> gonna <like> say
0: but <laughs> they don't always take the advice, yeah. <laughs> right.
1: But I realized this, I had to go through my own journey. I had to run my own race and that's what I'm allowing my son to do. Yeah. And I'm just here to guide, you know, I'm I'm here to guide him in whatever decisions he he wants to make. But it, it helped me grow as far as being a person, having empathy, having compassion and listening, um, taking time to to develop a, a whole human being. It's it's crazy to say that I was a baby having a baby. I was sixteen years old. Yeah, I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah, I, I didn't know say, where uh, my my life how would do you, be.
0: I mean, yeah. How do you go from that mind shift? You were just you had just gotten your cochlear implant, I right? I just
1: got my cochlear implant. Yeah, went through like hearing school, deaf school. So there was a lot going on in between. But yeah. it it happened so fast. Yeah. It happened so fast because I was never really present. I was always trying to hide from, like, reality and the things that I was going through. But I got a cochlear implant, started hanging out with the wrong people, got into some trouble, got a girl pregnant, <laughs> had a kid, and it instantly, it, it was the weirdest thing ever. My son came out of the womb, and it was, like, an instant change. I be, uh, and that's, it's, cr- it's crazy to say, but you know how mothers, let's say animals, like a dog has, has, puppies she becomes aggressive and uh, like a caretaker and want to protect and stuff i became like that instantly yeah i must just say a quick story my son came out and i was seeing the doctor pull my son out and it it seemed like rough and i cursed the (laughs) doctor that's my son what are you doing i'm 16 (laughs) i don't know he's like kid i've been doing this for 30 years i know what i'm doing yeah um and yeah i instantly became you know uh, a protector for for my family, yeah. him and his mom.
0: Yeah, I th- I think a lot of dads go through that when they see the doctors handling. I I know, my father tells a similar story. Yes, <laughs> yes. Oh. but you know, I was I was ten pounds one ounce coming out so <laughs> you know i was a little rough coming out on my mom <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> to grab you out. Yeah, yeah yeah so yeah, you had, yeah. To, had to help yeah. but yeah dad. i
1: I thought it was me for a long time but i have friends that say the same thing mm-hmm. it's like it's just something instantly that that hits you and you yeah. you want to protect that's yeah. an our human you know dna yeah
0: absolutely yeah. so how old is your son now
1: he's going to be 18 no yes in november oh, he'll be 18 years old it's crazy i'm i'm Thirty four years old, he's eighteen. Soon we will be going to parties together. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thirty-four, but I feel like I'm eighteen. I have yeah. a young soul, you know, I'm very connected to like the younger generation and stuff like that. Yeah. And that's why like I come on these platforms and I speak about like helping people and, and helping them go to the next levels because I was once there.
0: Yes. I,
1: and I wish I'd had a mentor. I wish I had a coach much sooner because I would have avoided a lot of, you know, mistakes and, and bad experiences.
0: But it also might not have made you as aware of needing to change those behaviors and how to. No,
1: nah, absolutely. Absolutely. Think. But there's something that could have been avoided. Yeah. Right. There's yeah. something if you didn't have that step and be aware much sooner than. Yeah. But I think everything you go through in life th- th- brings you to where you are today. Right. Yeah. And if you want a different reality, you have to create different experiences in, in, in your life. And that's what we try to tell a lot of people. Like, you feel stuck well you've been doing the same thing over and over expecting different results like that's the definition of insanity right if yes. you want new results you have to do something different and sometimes it's just rewiring your brain listening yeah. to something different meditating eating different getting off your phone it's simple things that we can do in our life that can literally uh help us pivot to the next level yeah. just it, it, it takes time and we all living so so fast, and it's social media, and we all trying to develop businesses, to take care of families, and stuff like that. Sometimes we get caught up in the noise. And the good thing about that is that I can take my hearing aid off, and, <laughs> <laughs> and I have to deal with the noise. Literally <laughs> cut out the noise. <laughs> exactly. Exactly.
0: Except for what's in your head. <laughs> exactly. It gets
1: really noisy in there. But yeah, it's um, having these experiences, man. They really, they really matter. You know. Yeah. I think we can have, you know, become rich and wealthy and all those things, which is, it'll be cool. Yeah. But when you're in your deathbed, that's that, that wouldn't matter. Right. It's the experiences that it's you experiences. had, how you impacted the world and the people around you. That's what's really going to help you, you know, rest in peace.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So one question that I ask everybody okay. is, you can answer it or not, but is there anything else? that you would like to add that i did not address in this podcast
1: um i'm not no no, no. yeah
0: that's yeah. why i say you can answer it or not cuz sometimes yeah. it's like putting somebody on the spot right uh, no 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 <laughs> no I, I,
1: we speak so much so i don't not sure where we what are we missing <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah
0: well it's perfect well thank you so much jay for coming no, on today absolutely. i truly appreciate it and i am so happy to have you here and it's fun to flip
1: yes it feels awkward being on this other side (laughs) (laughs) i became like a massive like hosting but when you're on the other side it's like this can go any any way right yeah yeah Yeah, it can go
0: anywhere so all right well thank you once again thank you everybody Mm -hmm. for joining us here on the Locala podcast once again i am lisa anderson your host and publisher of Locala magazine i'd like to thank our sponsor one last time your place insurance mortgage and title you can visit them at www.yourplaceocala.com. We'll have a link in the description. We will also go ahead and link to Jay's podcast for that in the description as well. And if you would like to read his story, you can visit our website at www.lokalamag.com, And that has a link to another podcast that he was on where he goes in and describes his story a little bit deeper as well. So if you just can't get enough of them, you got a lot of places to go and check out Jay's story and the other stories that he is sharing. So once again, thank you for joining us here on Locala, where we focus on connections through stories.